Welcome to Directions in Rashi, a podcast that will help you understand individual comments from Rashi throughout the Chumash, and that will also introduce you to some of the general principles which I feel uh, directed Rashi in his creation of his commentary, and that will help us to understand his commentary better all around. In this week's Shear, I will try to answer two perplexing questions. Number one, how can we prove or at least support the idea that the Torah is truly the word of God? And two, how has the Jewish nation managed to survive despite thousands of years of both physical and spiritual persecution against it? Let us begin with a Pasuk in Parshas Baal that we all know. It says, When the Oroin traveled, when the Klai Yisrael traveled from one place to another in the Midbar, so Moshe Rabbeinu uttered a prayer. And it was when the Oroin traveled, so Moshe would say at that point, Kuma Hashem, get up Hashem, v'yafutsu oivecha, and may your enemies scatter, v'yanusu misanecha mipanecha, and may those who hate you flee from in front of you. On this Rashi says, v'yanusu misanecha, may your enemies scatter. The question is, who are the enemies of Hakadosh Baruch Hu? So Rashi says. Elu Saina Yisrael. These refer to the enemies of the Jews. Shakol Hasine es Yisrael, Saine es Mishaomar Vahoyahoilam. Because whoever hates Yisrael hates the one who spoke and the world came into being. In other words, the Creator Hashem. Shenemar. How do we know this? Because there's a Pasuk in Tehillim. Um Sanecha Nasu Raish. Those who hate you have lifted up their heads, umihem al amcha yarimu said. Who are these people? These are the people that upon your nation they have cleverly plotted to persecute. Before we begin to analyze this Rashi, we need to present an important principle in the interpretation of the Torah and in the interpretation of Rashi's commentary on the Torah. And this is the principle of nicknames. By nicknames, I mean these are names other than a person's normal proper name. There are many places where the Torah refers to a person, or sometimes a thing or an idea, not by its proper regular name, but by some additional descriptive name. For example, in Parshas Noyach, in one place, so the character Noach is referred to as Isha Adama, the man or the master of the earth. In Sefer Shemais, Moshe is referred to in one place as Ish Mitzri, the Egyptian man. Now in instances such as these, one needs to consider and understand why the Torah would refer to Noach as Isha Adama, and why the Torah would refer to Moshe as Ish Mitzri. What is that telling us about these people? Similarly, we can must raise this question occasionally on Rashi, because there are places where the Torah refers to a person, or a thing, or an idea, 
by its normal proper name, and yet Rashi, when he paraphrases the Pusik, uses a different nickname for that person or thing or idea. A prime example is right here in this Pusik that we are studying now. The subject of the sentence in our Pusik is Hashem, Kuma Hashem. Hashem, rise up. V'yafutso and may your enemies scatter, V'yanusu misanecha mipanecha, and may those who hate you flee from in front of you. So Rashi, as we discussed, wants to explain who are the enemies of Hashem. So he says, Elu Yisrael, these are those who hate Yisrael. Shekol es Yisrael, because whoever hates Yisrael hates Hashem. But Rashi doesn't say those words exactly, even though in the Pasuk it talks about Hashem. Rashi says, whoever hates Yisrael, He hates the one who spoke and the world came into being. So instead of repeating the Torah's name for God, which is Hashem, Rashi introduces what I call a nickname. He refers to God as And this too requires explanation. Why would Rashi change from the proper name of God, which is Hashem, which is used in the Pasuk, and why would Rashi, in paraphrasing the Pasuk, use a different nickname for God? I believe that the answer to this question is that Rashi, by using the nickname, the one who spoke and the world came into being, is hinting to us why those who hate Klal Yisrael hate Hashem. Why is it that there is this equivalence that whoever hates, hates Yisrael, automatically we say he hates Hashem? Why is that so? And the answer lies in the very first Pasuk in the Torah. The very first verse in the Torah says, Bracious bara Elohim, Bracious, as we'll see in a moment, that's a very difficult word to translate, bara Elohim, God created Esa Shemayim Ve'esaretz. Hashem created the heavens and the earth. Now this word bracious is very difficult. Rashi spends quite a lot of time going through a grammatical analysis. In the in the he concludes that one way of understanding it is that the word bracious does not mean in the beginning of. The word of is missing. But rather, b-racious means for the sake of something that's called racious. For the sake of a certain thing, or certain several things that are called racious, the beginning, Hashem created the world. Says Rashi, in the name of Chachamenu Zal, our sages of blessed memory. Bishvil haterish inikris racious darkai. For the sake of the Torah, which is called racious darkai, the beginning of the way of Hashem, Uvishvil Yisrael, and for the sake of Yisrael, Shinikru Rashis Tavuasai, who are called in a Pasuk in Yirmiya the beginning of Hashem's uh, produce. So, according to Rashi, the way we should read the first verse of the Torah is for the sake of Klal Yisrael, Hashem created the heavens and the earth. Now, if we understand it like that, so now we can also understand the Rashi, 
our Rashi in Parshas Baal Why is it that someone who hates Klal Yisrael automatically hates HaKadosh Baruch Hu, hates Hashem? Well, it's quite obvious. Hashem created the whole world for the sake of Yisrael. Therefore, if you don't like Yisrael, you obviously don't like Hashem either. You are, you are going directly against the will of the Creator. Now, why does Rashi create a nickname in our Pasuk in Baha'u'llah? The Pasuk talks about Hashem. Rashi says, Misha Omar Well, because he's hinting, as I said, that the reason why someone who hates Klal Yisrael is because he is opposing the one who spoke and created the world. Why is it dependent on speaking? Why couldn't Rashi have just said he is going against the one who created the world? What does it have to do with speaking? Well, here also I think the answer is quite easy. We know that the Mishnah in Mesech Ovais tells us that Vasara Ma'amores, Nivra Ho'ilam, the world was created with ten Ma'amores, with ten utterances. Let there be light, let there be man, etc., etc. There are ten of those sayings or utterances. Now, what was the very first utterance of Hashem? The Mepharshim explain the very first of the utterances was Bracious itself. The word with the word bracious, the the creation began. However, we will understand that in, in, in very profound terms, but the very first act of creation was Hashem's uttering the word bracious. That in itself was the Mamar Harishan, the first utterance. So now the world was created with words by coming from Hashem. What's the first word? The very first word is Bracious. What does the word bracious tell us, according to the Rashi, in the very beginning of the Torah? It tells us that Hashem created the world for the sake of Klal Yisrael. So now we can understand that anyone who hates Klal Yisrael hates Hashem. And he not only hates Hashem, that's certainly true, factually true, but to be more accurate, he hates the one who was Omar Hoya Oilam. He ate, hates the one who spoke and the world came into being. Before we continue, it is necessary to make clear that when Rashi says that Hashem created the world for the sake of Yisrael, we are not re- saying that Hashem created the world for any superficial aspects of the Jewish nation. We are not saying that Hashem created the world so that we could eat gefilte fish or falafel or that we should joke with a certain sort of humor and certainly not that we should engage in any kind of negative behaviors that we sometimes fall prey to. That is not the point. The point is, of course, this is obvious, that Hashem created the world for the sake of Klal Yisrael because Klal Yisrael has a mission to sanctify Hashem's name, to bring the truth of Hashem's kingdom to the world, to ultimately, eventually, to bring Torah to the entire humanity and to perfect Hashem's creation. One could go on and on and on in explaining all of that, but that is obvious that when we say that the world is created for the sake of Klai we were talking. we are talking about those 
that lofty mission of Klai Yisrael. That was the purpose of the creation of the world. Let us now return to our two original questions. How can we prove or at least support that the Torah is truly the Word of God? And how has the Jewish nation managed to survive despite thousands of years of physical and spiritual persecution? Let us first discuss a little bit that second question. The author Mark Twain raised this question some 130 years ago, roughly, and he wrote as follows. The Egyptian, the Babylonian, and the Persian rose, filled the planet with sound and splendor, then faded to dream stuff and passed away. The Greek and the Roman followed and made a vast noise, and they are gone. Other peoples have sprung up and held their torch high for a time, but it burned out, and they sit in twilight now or have vanished. The Jew saw them all and beat them all. All things are mortal but the Jew. All other forces pass, but he remains. What is the secret of his immortality? So Mark Twain raised the question. And I think now we have a very good answer. The reason, the secret to the, to the durability of the Jewish nation is because, quite simply, that's why God created the world, in order that there should be a Jewish nation. The Jewish nation cannot possibly be extinguished because that would mean extinguishing the world itself. And HaKadosh Baruch who created the world and HaKadosh Baruch who wants the world to continue. Now, how, do we, how does this reflect upon our first question? How can we prove that the Torah is truly the word of God? Well, if we look through history, there is no phenomenon which is so repeated as the phenomenon of hatred of Jews and the attempts of the nations of the the world to destroy the, the Jews, either physically or spiritually, or both. This has been a constant effort for roughly 2,000 years, if not longer. And yet, it never has happened. Now, how could that be? How could the author of the Torah have predicted? How could the author of the Torah said that the world is created for the sake of Klai Yisrael, implying that there will always be a Klai Yisrael, despite all of the attempts to destroy Klai Yisrael? The probable answer is, because the author of the Torah is no normal author. The author of the Torah is Hashem. The author of the Torah is the creator of the world and the sustainer of the world, and the author of the Torah was able to know in advance that Klai Yisrael was going to prevail. Thank you for listening to Directions in Rashi with Yochanan Joseph, author of the book Directions in Rashi, available from Feldheim Publications. Production aspects were carried out by Minagain Music. Visit them online by going to facebook.com slash Minagain Be More.